1: The senator from Massachusetts, Elizabeth Warren, joining us live now from Capitol Hill. Senator, it's good to see you and want to welcome you back to Bloomberg TV. It's a big day around here. We've got the CPI report. It's a story with regard to inflation that we've been talking about for longer than I can even remember at this point. And you famously called Jay Powell a dangerous man in a hearing before your committee. Now that we're seeing inflation actually begin to drop in a meaningful way and the job market holds strong with wages actually rising. IS HE STILL A DANGEROUS MAN?
2: So LOOK, IF HE STOPS THE uh, EXTRAORDINARY RATE INCREASES THAT HE'S BEEN DOING, THEN WE WILL HAVE MADE IT THROUGH THIS. WE HAVE GREAT NEWS TODAY THAT INFLATION HAS BEEN CUT BY TWO-THIRDS. SO MY MESSAGE IS TAKE YES FOR AN ANSWER, CHAIR POWELL, AND LET'S STOP WITH THE RATE INCREASES. DONE.
3: Well, Senator Warren, of course, monetary policy is only one responsibility of the Federal Reserve. The other is supervision. I know an issue very near and dear to your heart, especially in light of the bank failures we have seen this year. The Fed's uh, vice chair of supervision, Michael Barr, has recently laid out proposals to strengthen capital requirements uh, for the largest banks out there, most importantly. Are you satisfied with his proposal? And do
2: you think he has the authority within the Federal Reserve to see it through? So let me invert those, the answer is he clearly has the authority to be able to put in higher standards and to be able to enforce those higher standards. And the second part is, bar is headed in the right direction. Is it enough? No. We still have a lot of problems. We have too much concentration in the banking industry. We have more too-big-to-fail banks than we did back when the economy crashed in 2008. And the too-big-to-fail banks are bigger than they were back then. So, you know, we're not out of the woods yet, but I feel a lot better when I read Michael Barr talking about how we need to tighten down on bank regulation. Go, Michael.
1: Senator, you held a hearing on bank consolidation today, understanding your concerns about the big banks, as you just mentioned, too-big-to-fail. How about small and medium-sized banks? Should they be allowed to get married so they can better compete?
2: So the problem that we have faced is, of course, more and more concentration at the top. And always keep in mind the implications of that. One is obviously too big to fail puts our entire economy at risk. But the other half is to remember that it is these small banks that are the ones that actually do the small business lending. And that drives our economy and it also drives employment that these small businesses are the engine of our economy. And anything that wipes those banks out is a bad idea. Finding ways to keep those banks open as independent or allied banks, I'm in favor of that. But the problem we've got is the big banks are the ones who come in, snap up the little banks, oh, they make a handful of promises about how nothing will change, and then those banks disappear. So that we now end up, for example, in a third of all rural counties in America, there is no small independent bank. There's nobody there who actually understands the local economy and who is willing to get to know the business that wants to borrow that money and sees that as their job in banking. That's not where the giants are. They don't do the small business lending, and that's the concern that I have about concentration.
3: Mm -hmm. So we know you have concerns about concentration and concerns about some other issues that we do want to get with you, Senator. First, though, if I could ask you about a hearing you were in prior to today. You have some concerns about Senator Tommy Tuberville and the blockade he has put on the promotions of members of the military. Given those concerns about how that affects uh, military readiness in the U.S., military families, what do you think you can do to blunt that impact, what workarounds do you
2: see? So this is the problem we've got right now. You know, I am the chair of the subcommittee on personnel on the Senate Armed Services Committee. So I'm there on the front lines hearing from the families who now are in a position saying, where do we register our kids for school? Uh, I've heard from families who say, we've already sold our house because we thought we were moving this summer so that our active duty service member was gonna be deployed somewhere else around the country or around the world. Profound impact on families, profound impact on our military readiness. Our uh, former secretaries of defense, our current secretary of defense, our former secretaries of defense who are Republican appointees have all said, this undermines military readiness, but here's the Mm -hmm. problem. The Democrats can't stop Tommy Tuberville from what he's doing. It is the Republicans who need to do this. The Republicans need to say, you are a member of our party, you are putting national security at risk, you are insulting and undermining military families in this country, cut it out. Because that's the only way we can unlock this hold and actually move through what is now literally hundreds of military promotions and assignments that are just dead in the water at this point.
1: Yeah, we'd like to stay in touch with you on that story, Senator. Uh, With regard to your committee position, it's important to us and our viewers and listeners. I do want to ask you about something uh, and some news that you and your colleagues are making today. Releasing a report and calling on federal officials to investigate uh, tech giants, and namely Meta, the, the company behind Facebook for somehow colluding, maybe you can uh, be more specific than I, with the major tax preparers like h r Block taking millions of people's personal and private information and giving it to Facebook, presumably to sell ads. If this is true, Senator, this is outrageous. Who's gonna go to jail for this? So,
2: you ask exactly the right question. People went to tax preparers, and by the way, paid them to prepare their taxes And then it turns around that the tax preparers gave access to all of this private information about names and dependents and whether or not you had medical expenses, all kinds of information to companies like Meta. Now we did the independent investigation, I did this with other senators, and we sent it over to the Department of Justice because there's federal law on this that no one is permitted to share tax information without the permission of the taxpayer. And I feel pretty clear that these tax companies did not get that permission, but I wanna take this one more turn if I can. These are the same tax preparers who right now are lobbying right here in Washington, trying to make sure that the IRS program to permit free filing to let people just go to the IRS, go to a website, and if you've got pretty simple taxes, fill it out on the website and instantaneously, you're done. Letting people do that, the tax preparers are trying to block the IRS from doing that, why? Because they rake in the money every time somebody has to spend 200 bucks or 400 bucks or 600 bucks, to get one of them to prepare the taxes. You know, this really is back to that fundamental question, whose side is government on? And the taxpayers want government on their side. Uh-uh-uh. We're trying to get the government on the side of the taxpayers so they can do free filing and not have to worry about these companies that are giving their data away to outfits like Meta. Well, as we talk
3: about these companies, these large technology companies, other news came this week in that Lena Khan's FTC was dealt a blow in court on the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. Are you concerned, Senator, that the courts are going to stymie the efforts of competition regulators
2: in the U.S.? Look, I think this is a bad decision. At the end of the day, the judge believed uh, Meta when they said, you know, we're going to do just fine and made a bunch of promises down the line for what they're going to do. That doesn't change the fact that the merger itself is not legal, but we have an opinion from the judge. I want to commend the FTC for taking on hard cases, taking on big companies, taking on cases that in the past often just slid through, but that are clear violations of the law. I applaud what the FTC has done, and I say, Stay after it. Their job is to get out there and enforce the laws. And if sometimes a court just wants to head in a different direction, it doesn't change the fact that the FTC is right to promote competition and to enforce the law as it is written.
1: Well, lastly then, Senator, maybe we'll take it another step even further from there. As we talk about the idea of of tech companies uh combining or any companies for that matter whether it's in the defense space or anywhere else that you have expressed concerns about is anyone talking about breaking up big tech if they are also too big to fail whether it's Google or another company that you might have in mind we've been down this road before with the aforementioned Microsoft
2: yeah you know i think that talking about breaking up these companies is right and particularly breaking off pieces of this company you know my my favorite example here is amazon Look at what Amazon does. It runs the platform on which buyers and sellers come together, collects all that information, and then becomes a competitor on the platform. That is, runs its own Amazon businesses, sometimes under the Amazon label and sometimes under labels that nobody would ever figure out that that's Amazon. To me, it's kind of like you could be an umpire in baseball or you can have a team But you don't get to do both at the same time. And so there's an example for me. Those two should be broken apart. Concentration in industry after industry after industry is a threat to our economy. It is a threat to innovation and ultimately often leads to price gouging, whether it's consumers or the government. You mentioned the defense industry over the space of 20 years in America, we've gone from having... 55 competitors for those defense contracts down to five. And you know what they're looking for? Even more consolidation. When a little business starts up, they do one of two things. They either smash it or they buy it up and put it into one of the big ones. And that's how it is that the United States government ends up paying you know $385 for some valve that costs $15 off the shelf. We pay, and we pay through the nose, for concentration in the defense industry, in the banking industry, in big tech, in big pharma, and seeing the FTC, the DOJ antitrust division, and what we should be doing here in Congress is promoting competition. I believe in markets, I believe in the power of markets, but they only work if we enforce the rules that keep competitors going rather than monopolists.
1: Sounds like you might have a ringside seat to the Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg cage match, Senator. I hope you'll let (laughs) us know if that's true.
2: (laughs) You bet. (laughs)
3: All right, Senator Elizabeth Warren, the Democrat from Massachusetts, thank you so much for being so generous with your time this evening.
0: Osage County, Oklahoma, is getting a lot of attention right now. It's the setting of Martin Scorsese's latest film,